0: Peace and love, y'all. This is Ayana with the Nataki Wellness Center's Wholeness Podcast. And today, I have a special guest with me. She's special because she takes all of my classes, my yoga classes and my fitness classes. Um, And she's always on time, always motivated and ready to go. She's the first one in class, um, the last one to leave. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Roxy. Hi, Roxy. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I'm really excited to talk to you because just knowing your story and everything you went through and where you're at today, I feel like you're such an inspiration and you're motivating. So I really would like um, my audience, whoever they are, to know something about you and just kind of know what it's like to go through what you went through and to be where you are today. So I'm excited. Oh, thank you. Yes. So I guess I'm going to jump right in. Um, Okay. So right now, um, I know you from uh, a firm that I actually teach yoga and fitness at, Mm -hmm. and you're a pre-litigation claims analyst, correct?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. So how would you say stress level wise, how is that job for you?
1: since I've been working out every day I don't have the stress like I used to so I can say maybe like three or four
0: okay okay
1: it used to be 10 and like or more than 10 actually (laughs) yeah wow so how
0: did that how did that help you like what is it is it just the movement or breathing or how does that work for you
1: both since i'm doing both yoga and the core classes with you mm-hmm. it balances out with core classes i'm active i get energy so when i go back to work uh, after lunch i'm i'm happy to work i love my job oh, well awesome. <laughs> yeah, with yoga i learn how to breathe because i have a breathing problem i forget to breathe it mm-hmm. helps me out and then it comes me down and and I feel better after doing the core the next day I do the yoga I feel better I don't feel as sore you know that's good and my mood level goes up you know and I'm happier
0: now what do you mean when you say you forget to breathe
1: (laughs) yeah I have that problem I forget to breathe (laughs) like I can hold my breath for a long time forget to breathe and then my watch reminds me that I have to breathe
0: seriously yeah yeah I have that problem (laughs) So you could just be working and realize you haven't breathed. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. I I, can maybe stop breathing for like
1: seconds, maybe 30 seconds. I forget about breathing and then it reminds me that I have to breathe.
0: Wow. How long has that been going on? I've been always like that. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay, okay. Sometimes (laughs) it
1: helps me out because when I had a radiation, it helped Mm -hmm. me out.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, since you brought that up, let's jump right into that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you had radiation. Why? Please tell me about that.
1: Last year, January, I went to visit my doctor
0: for my annual physical
1: checkup and a mammogram test. After I had my mammogram, they called me that same day and they said they saw something. They want me to go back. So I went back, they did another test, and they did an ultrasound, and then they told me right away that there is something that they can see, so they need to do biopsy.
0: Wow.
1: After biopsy, um, I was uh, told that I do have a cancer, it was, thank God, a beginner. It, it was like stage one, and uh, okay. right, right away they told me I need to schedule for surgery. Before it gets bigger, before it gets worse. Now, did you know,
0: I mean, did you have any kind of um, suspicion that something was going on or not at all? Not at all. Not at all. Because that
1: that was like three centimeters behind my nipple. So there's Mm -hmm. no way by touching, you can tell there was something in there. And it was so small. It was not even big. It was like a pea size. That's why you, you, you couldn't even tell that there was something there. So I did not know. The only symptoms that I know that right now that I'm thinking I had, like sometimes my left hand could get numb and mm-hmm. I didn't know what was the reason. And then I started to taste, having a bad taste in my mouth every time I had a salad that had vinegar in there. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what it was. So now I was told because I, I had the cancer so that, that you get those symptoms when you have a cancer. So I did wow. have a surgery. I had two surgeries instead of one when they did the first surgery and they did a checkup again. They said they didn't clean the whole thing. So they have to do another surgery after one week. They had to what? open me up again and then clean it up again. And then after the surgery, they said that it would be good for me to have a chemotherapy, but I refused the chemotherapy because uh, I didn't have a stage four or stage stage three. I didn't want to put that in my body. I said, you know what? I'd rather do things naturally. They said that I can do
0: radiation and then
1: just take a pill for five years. So I agreed to do that instead of doing the chemotherapy.
0: So what is radiation like? What do do they do? How do they do that?
1: Radiation, you just lay down. And then with the machine, they put the machine on your breast. It does the radiation. So I feel anything? In the beginning, not that much. But after a few that you have, like a few sessions, it starts getting a sunburn. Really bad sunburn. I had a second degree burn on my breast. Oh, wow. It was really bad. I was supposed to have that for six weeks. But since they gave me the high dose of radiation, they cut it down mm-hmm. to four weeks. Thank God. Because every day I, ha- I had to drive from Chatsworth all the way to Malibu by the beach to have the radiation done. And radiation lasted only like 10, 15 minutes. But oh, wow. one hour
0: drive just to do that every single day. Four weeks. Right. I had to do that. And, so wait. Uh, le- okay. So let's back up a little bit. Yeah. When you first got this diagnosis, you think you're you're just going in there thinking I'm going to have a mammogram and then I'll be home. Yeah. And then they say they feel something. What's going through your mind at this point? Um, actually,
1: in my mind, I prepared myself for a bad news. I said it can be both because I, I didn't want to go crazy if they told me the bad news. So I said, you know what, Roxy, just be prepared. It could be this or that. So mm-hmm. when they called me, oh, my God, I got the call. I broke out. Oh, my God. I broke out. My manager was there. Thank God, Michael, at that time, he's not there anymore. I, I ran mm-hmm. into him, and I started crying on his shoulder. I go, Michael, oh,
0: Michael, I have a cancer. Oh, my gosh! Yeah. Oh, you're at work? I was <laughs> at work
1: when they my, when my doctor called me. Yeah, it wow. gave me the bad news. I, I couldn't concentrate. I could But, you know, I said, I have to get my things together and take care of myself and I can beat this. Mm -hmm. So when I went home, I told my mom, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want you to cry because I'm not crying. Just help me get through this. So I told her and we all started like preparing for this, that I have to go through this, you know, and I told the doctor, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it to beat this thing. Mm
0: -hmm. And I did it. I made it wow that's amazing so how long were you supposed to be down or you can't do anything because to me that's kind of like okay that was you said that was last year right the thing is
1: I was already active at that time doing my workouts every day eating very healthy so I told my co-workers after the surgery I'm coming back to work in one week
0: just wait for me one oh. week <laughs> But
1: I couldn't even get out of bed. It was so painful. I couldn't even get out of
0: bed. (laughs) You're like one week. Yeah,
1: I stayed home from uh, uh, the end of January. I went on disability. Went back Mm -hmm. to work on May 21st. That's when my... uh, Actually, June June 21st, I went back. Okay. So I was home all this time getting my treatments done. But after my surgery, I started walking after like couple of days i started walking again and uh, it wasn't easy it wasn't mm-hmm. easy but i pushed myself and then after like two weeks i started working out doing like s- my workouts at home
0: mm-hmm. when when you say that um, it wasn't easy what what are you feeling is that because there's no or- way i could sleep on that side i
1: had to sleep only on my right side because the surgery was the left side so mm. imagine you you have to sleep only on one side all night. That's not mm. easy at all. And it's so painful. You can't even I can't even describe the pain level that I had. And uh, it was worse after the radiation when my entire left side got burned. It it, oh, wow. it was more painful after the radiation. So it took time to recover. I had to use a lot of ointments and all all kinds of things to make this burn to go away. So I I was pain free in June when I went back to work. But Mm -hmm. the pain never goes away. I still have a pain. It'll never, okay. it'll never go away. That's what my doctor told me. But you see me in the class. I push mm-hmm. myself to work out every day. And you motivate me every day. This is why I love
0: taking your classes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You have so much
1: energy. You, you, you <laughs>
0: transfer that to me. Oh, yeah. well, you have a lot of energy. You transfer <laughs> that to me. So I love when I know that you're coming to class. So I'm like, good. Okay, this is going to be hype. <laughs> yeah, I push myself every day to see what I'm capable of. Doing. Yeah, even
1: if I have the pain, I still push myself and I see that I can do it. Why not, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now are you you're not from you were born in Armenia. Was, I was born in Armenia. Armenia. Okay. I'm Russian Armenian. Uh, do you remember anything? I about- was I was 16 when I came here to the United States. Oh. Yep. Okay.
1: Um oh, so I'm, I'm 47
0: now. Okay, I didn't know that. I was thinking you were a baby.
1: No, I was 16. I turned 16 and I came to the United States. So I went to high school here and then college and then I started working.
0: So you started high school there and then finished here? Yeah. I didn't didn't
1: finish high school in Armenia. I, I was eighth grade when I came here. So what was that
0: transition like?
1: It was kind of easy because we came to Hollywood and 90% of Hollywood was Armenian. So I didn't even feel like I'm in the United States.
0: What? I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, Hollywood High was like full of Armenians. So it was was really easy and fun place to go. Did you know it was going to be that way or were you like kind of nervous? No, I didn't know. I
1: was kind of nervous because I left all my friends there, you know, thinking I have to start all over again. But Mm -hmm. it was easy. It was really easy. Thank God.
0: Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so so tell me about, um, I guess, your childhood and as far as, like, diet and exercise. Was that a part of your upbringing? I was a
1: dancer. Since uh, I was seven years old, my parents put me to ballroom dance class. So I was always active. And then playing soccer with the boys. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, yeah always active. I always loved okay.
1: dancing. And dancing now, was part you- of my life.
0: Was your parents active too?
1: My dad, mostly. My mom, mm-hmm. not as much. My mom was always okay. at home cleaning, cooking for us. She was a housewife. But my yeah. dad was very active.
0: Yeah. And you still have some of that uh, housewife too, because every time I'm asking you, what are you doing for the weekend or something, you're like cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: both. I work full time and I clean and cook. <laughs> So you have two
0: children, right? A son and a daughter. Yep.
1: They're not babies anymore. I have a 23 year old and a 20 year old who's going to be 21 in February.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. And how do they feel as far? Well, how, how were they handling your diagnosis?
1: It wasn't easy in
0: the beginning, but I told the kids, I
1: said, you know what? I don't want you to be upset. This can happen to anybody. I, I never said, why me? because it mm-hmm. happens to a lot of people I just want to look forward just take care mm-hmm. of myself and look forward so I made it easy for them I made it easy for them So I, and I told them no crying nothing, nothing's going to happen to me I'm going to beat this and I'm teaching them to eat clean healthy in the beginning they were eating healthy but mm-hmm. now here and there they just sneak in food from outside but, <laughs> well, they're still but I'm still preaching them as much as I can I, I will never give up Oh. Yeah, because I want them so, to, to be healthy. I want them to be healthy.
0: Of course. Yeah. What would you say that you have learned from after your experience with the diagnosis and, and healing afterwards? Have you learned anything or how has it changed you?
1: My life completely changed. Uh, I try not to take things for granted. I take care of myself more. I eat healthier I exercise more and I like to preach everyone to go and have their checkups every year and don't put any chemicals in their body. Just mm-hmm. eat clean. I'm all into health and nutrition and I learned more from you doing it. If I can be vegan, I'll be vegan. I've been trying vegan options now and I I love it. I feel better when I eat vegan food. And as you know,
0: like I usually, I don't try to push the veganism on anybody because I know it takes, you know, it takes a lot of effort and you got to want to do it. You can't just jump into vegan because it's cool. You have to want to do it. And so, I mean, with you, you were already eating healthy and you were kind of vegetarian mostly anyway I love veggies 90%
1: mm-hmm. is veggies that's what I eat mm-hmm. all day yeah
0: so you're saying now you, you eat even more clean than you did before oh yeah 100% mm-hmm. and I, and I
1: try not to get stressed out if i'm stressed out i work out i dance i do some activities yoga meditation that's what i do <laughs> and it helps me out breathing you know breathing is very important right. so
0: i learned that while I'm driving, I do breathing exercises. Okay, so I have a question. Cause Okay, so you work at a firm, and there's lots of people there. And um, even from my experience, being one of the people who trains there yeah. and everything, um, not everybody, you know, will come and work out. What would you say? I mean, and you... I could understand, you know, it's hard, but they might have a stressful job, and then it's like the last thing they want to do on their lunch break or whatever is come work out or anything. What would you say to them if you could?
1: I'll just tell them to make this work out as their lifestyle. And I got a lot of people coming to your class. One of them is Arlene, and then mm-hmm. Alex. I got them coming to your class, and now there's, they come every day. Like you notice, they, right. they don't miss a class. You right. just have to be disciplined. Make that as your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and you're doing it for your body, for yourself, so you can have a longer life, and healthy life, and happy life. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Why why get sick, you know, when you can be healthy? Exactly. exactly. You can prevent that. You can prevent certain things by
0: making healthy choices. Oh so, yeah. That's... Does it matter the kind of workout? I mean, is it Anything, more the cardio? Or... Any
1: activity that makes me move any movement that can be yoga core or dancing anything that makes me move i don't like to sit and watch tv like other people
0: once in a blue moon
1: it's okay to watch tv but not all day sitting on a couch too much sitting is not good
0: now if you can tell anybody something to remember or teach anybody listening like what would you say what's important for them to do um I guess for, you know, to watch out for breast cancer or anything. Like, what information would you share with Just be alert. Try to
1: be aware of your body. If there's something not normal going on in your body, then you should just go and have a checkup done. And then make sure you do make healthy choices in your life. Instead of getting a burger, get something healthy. Get a salad. Because that makes the difference. My doctor told me if I wasn't eating healthy and I wasn't taking care of myself, this uh, process was going to be much difficult for me because oh, wow. she said she had patients who were overweight. The healing process was so difficult for them. Mm. So, yeah, so she, she said, Roxy, you're going to beat this because you are healthy. You are doing what you're supposed to be doing. That, awesome. that helps to, for you for your body to heal faster.
0: you know okay so this podcast is the Nataki Wellness Center wholeness podcast so I want to ask you to sum up what really makes you whole a whole person what's what's something that you have to have in your day to day or your life like what makes you whole
1: it makes me whole to have my family by my side my Mm -hmm. kids everybody by my side my whole family and I have to have my workouts every single day if I miss a day I am not, I'm not I don't feel good. Wow. If I miss I can't. No, it's not. It, and it, you know my job is uh, s- sitting all day. I'm I'm doing appeals all day. So I'm sitting in front of the computer all day. So I try to move and stretch a lot while I'm sitting down. And sometimes, sometimes I just
0: get up and I walk I make sure I do something.
1: I want to be after. You are. And yeah. you don't,
0: no one can see you now, but on this podcast, but you definitely don't look 46, 40 anything.
1: You don't. <laughs> People think um, me and my daughter are
0: sisters. <laughs> you guys do look like sisters. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. And you shared some light on something. Cause you Aww. made me think, Uh oh, when's the last time I had a um, mammogram or, you know, ultrasound or whatever, because I, I didn't think about, the nipple, you know, something, you where you can't even feel it, you know,
1: always keep your appointment at least once a year, go have all your checkups. Mm -hmm. I don't like going to doctors either, but it's a must. I have to always make sure you go to doctor, have your checkups, just keep your appointments. You don't have to go to doctor every six months, at least once a year, physical and mammogram especially wow. after 40 you have to wow and, yeah anybody can get it so right now they said <laughs> one out of 3 people get cancer wow. that's what my
0: doctor says that's good to know i didn't yeah, yeah cuz i'm like i'm breastfeed i don't even think twice about it actually I just cuz i'm breastfeed i just i don't know i just yeah. thought and, uh, the, and the cancer <laughs> is treatable these days as long as you found, find out
1: on time you're not right. late, late it's mm-hmm. treatable You know, doctors are really good these days.
0: Yeah, it's not
1: a death sentence. No, it's not. That's what my doctor, when she called me, she goes, Roxy, this is not a death sentence. That's what she told me. Well, guess what? Tomorrow I'll be making my doctor's appointment. Yeah, Once (laughs) I got my results, I went to the office and I told all the women to go and have a checkup. And they all did. They all
0: did. That's awesome. And I hear men too. Men need it too. Yeah. Because I they really them,
1: don't go. If I if I can get it, then anybody can get it.
0: And look mm-hmm. at me, I told them, I have a healthy lifestyle and I got it. Thank you. Well, this has been great. This short little bit of time that we've talked has been awesome. Um, you motivated me to go and do what I need to do and call my doctor tomorrow. So yeah, I hope other women listening <laughs> will do the same and other people will... Just take your advice and feel motivated to get out there and move, work out, like make it your life, you know? So mm-hmm. I think uh, you definitely should be a trainer. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you always tell me I that. told you, I'm telling you. But anyway, thank you so much. And I guess I'll see you in my class. Yeah, I'll see
1: you tomorrow for yoga.
0: A great episode with Roxy. Thanks again, Roxy. And remember, everybody, do your mammograms if you need one, um, and do your self breast exams. And always take care of your mind and body by being active. Push yourself no matter what. Until next time, take care of yourself. Peace and love.